What is going on, party people? Welcome to the episode four of The Review Show. My name is Kyle Springer, and I am one of your hosts. And that's right, I said one of, because we have some amazing co-hosts on board today. Uh, first up is a name that longtime listeners will probably know well uh, in this show's previous incarnation. We were pr- pretty much saying his name every week. Longtime supporter and friend of the show, the man, I paid the you. myth, <laughs> the golden trash can himself, Eric Mannix. <laughs> oh, snap. Yeah, we. I'm still making those buttons, by the way. That is happening. Sweet. Golden trash can buttons are happening. Uh, hello, Kyle. Well, cool. thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. Feels good. Long, long time, long time listener. First time caller. Of course, of course. And second up to bat uh, is a name that very, very astute listeners <laughs> will also know. <laughs> I have snuck into Whatnot's canon the same way yes. that like Adam Warlock is snuck into MCU canon so far. There you go. Like you have to stay the after best. the credits, and that's where I show up. There you go. If you guys were listening to our two-year retrospective mm-hmm. episode. Uh, she was chilling with us in the live stream on t- t- Twitch. It was amazing because you spent like four hours with us that day. <laughs> I did. Long time lurker, stepping out of the shadows for the first time. The amazing, the wonderful Melissa Wilkinson. Hi, everyone. Yeah, party people. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, yeah, so, dude, guys, I am so excited that you are here on this show. I'm 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 like shaking. It's it's amazing. <laughs> Feels good. Yeah. Feels real good. Um, cause I I I did three previous episodes of the review show by myself, and good God, that is Quality. extremely <laughs> difficult. They were very excellent and very short. Yes, they but that's were okay. Short, it's hard. To, it's hard to. It's hard to vamp by yourself. It was all kill or no filler, yeah. though. It was good. It was good stuff. Yeah, the, yeah. This will not. This will not be a short episode because you have me on. So this, this is not going to be twenty <laughs> minutes. This is not twenty minutes. It's not going to mm, happen. Yeah, not I possible. took a lot of notes. I, I I warned people too. I was like, the next one is probably going to be a lot longer. So prepare yourselves. Um, yeah. <laughs> But um, I have a notebook. Woo. I like color coded all of the infinity stones so I would remember like which ones are which. Oh, there you go. Oh, man. You're you're a step ahead of me because I I don't remember which ones are which. <laughs> um, but yes. So for those of you guys joining us in the live stream right now, uh, welcome. Uh, we hope you guys join us because this is a live stream. We're back to live live streaming this this show right now. Uh, so come hang out with us. We're in we're in the Twitch chat. I'm monitoring that right now. So if you guys want to chime in, you guys definitely can. Um, and we do have like a little special live stream ch- ch- chat for Patreon supporters. Uh, that stuff will pop up on the actual screen the actual live chat thing um but yeah we are on twitch.tv slash the whatnot so you guys can find us there but if you guys cannot make the live streams that is a-okay we will put this up uh on youtube and as a podcast the following week uh so you guys can listen whenever you want this is gonna be coming out the same weekend that uh avengers infinity war is coming out yeah yes I, I was I, I was like oh snap I 
almost forgot when does that come out because I want to make sure I, I get something in that like mm-hmm. corresponds. So you know the you know what the best part is Kyle is uh, when I quit out of the fridge I was like you know what man I, I loved doing the show but I'm kind of glad I don't have to read all these comics that tie into the movies <laughs> I'm kind of I'm yeah. kind of glad I get a break from that I mean like I love a lot of these comics obviously but yeah I'm just gonna take a break and then the you're like you want to do Infinity Gauntlet I was like fuck yes obviously <laughs> obviously, obviously. And I was like ah shit what I do right back in right back in exactly it's Woo. it's so much fun like I've we've had taken a couple weeks off um like behind the scenes like we planned it out so like no one would know and yeah you you take like a couple weeks off a month off and you're just like man that was so much fun just sitting there getting to (laughs) to talk about this stuff um but uh yeah dude dude, it's great to have have you both on here uh i think we are about to dive in um yep before we do that, uh, if you guys did not know, every week here on the Whatnots Review Show, we pick a topic to discuss, whether it be a comic book, movie, TV show, anime, manga, something else. We read it, we watch it, we go do what we gotta do, then come back here and talk about it. Uh, so, Eric, I I kind of want to put you on the spot really fast here. <laughs> please, please do. Uh, please you do. you work at a comic book store. That is true. Um. So we are going to be talking about the Infinity Gauntlet this week. And if I came up to you, everyday person, and was like, hey, I want to read the Infinity Gauntlet. What is it about? What would you tell me? First, I would say the same thing I say to everyone that talks to me, and that is, how dare you? (laughs) (laughs) Jeff Goldblum classic. (laughs) Yeah, there's a reason that man is a national treasure. Um. This was actually my first time reading it. Um, oh wow! So it was pretty interesting. Yeah, I came same here. <laughs> highly recommended. Mm-hmm. It's one of those quintessential Marvel Marvel stories that, uh, for years and years and years, everyone was like, you know, you got to you got to get read it. Uh, I grew up an X Men kid, and so that was always my thing, and I never got to into the cosmic stuff. Uh, so it's fun finally getting to read it. Um, my short version, and Melissa can back me up with her notes. Mm-hmm. And Melissa, just to warn you, I'm the sure. opposite of you. I'm like the train wreck by the side of the road. Like, I don't even know what <laughs> happened, man. That's me. Uh, so, Thanos, who'd been recently resurrected before this story, and I don't have all the details, and frankly, I was too lazy to look it up, but uh, he <laughs> was revived by death. He is in love with death. Uh, he concocts this plan to get the infinity gems or infinity stones as i think they call them in the movies but yeah uh at the time they were all called the soul stones they were all called soul stones and then it was in thanos quest the story right before this which oddly marvel did not collect in any of their recent trades uh which is weird thanos quest is a cool short story right before this where uh he hunts down all of all of the gems uh killing a lot of people to to do so and uh getting the gems of power but uh uh, he's uh, he's convinced to have Deathfall in love with him, and part of the way he thinks he can do this is by killing like half of the population uh, <laughs> to mm-hmm. kind of thin the herd and and, and show his his power. Um, yeah, that's Death's specific command. She's real mad that I think across all of the different universes, like not just on Earth, because this would be impossible. There are more people alive right now than have ever died. And she's like, you need to go kill half the population 
and equal out those numbers. Yeah. Hit those rookie numbers, pump up those numbers, <laughs> make it happen. Yeah, cool. Um, that that's that's pretty much it. Like he he has the gems, and he's like, "Well, okay, let's destroy half the universe." <laughs> Mm-hmm. And I, I think we open up with, like, Spider-Man who's sitting there like, wait, did that guy just disappear? And he, like, yes! he starts he starts seeing, like, just people disappear. Um, mm-hmm. and, and then they're like, oh, shit, something has happened and this is not good. <laughs> um, Another thing is that it's not just people. It also happens to animals. Oh, yeah. Which... Which was not part of Death's deal, I don't think. I don't think she told Thanos, like, hey, we also have too many, like, horses and parrots and things. Yeah, he needs platypuses, right? He just threw that in as a bonus. Like, I also killed half the words and half the world's animals. I hope you're real impressed right now. (laughs) Exactly. Mm -hmm. Um, Man, the things things you do for love, right? (laughs) I I love how uh I love how extra Thanos is too. It's so great. Like uh, yes, and uh, God, he's he's so amazing. It's like Space Beyonce. It's just the best. Uh, Space Beyonce. So like in Thanos Quest, at the end of that, he gets the he gets the the glove of power. He gets all the gems right. So it's like finally, I'm like omnipotent, mm-hmm. and you know we'll be equals. And then in that story, and Death does, never talks to him directly. She always says like her minions talk to him, mm-hmm. right? Which yeah. just drives him crazy. He's like, talk to me, woman. <laughs> and uh, he's just like, what? I, he just interrogates one of them at one point. I can't remember what the dude's name was. But uh, uh, at the end of uh, Thanos' quest, one of the little minions is like, oh, yeah, well, you're not equals. You're actually like her better now because you're omnipotent. And he has like this slow mo tear, like, no, that's not <laughs> what I wanted. Like, curse this monkey's paw. I've made a mistake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hunt down Thanos Quest, man. Marvel, you fucked up by not reprinting it, but it's, uh, it's Thanos on, Quest is fun. It's on Marvel Unlimited. If anyone, that's has how that. I read it. That's yeah. how I read it. Yeah, it's on. It's on. It's on Comicsology Unlimited too. That's how I read. It. Actually, it was yeah, the Comicsology Unlimited. Uh, uh, that's uh, yeah. It's like a, it was like a two part prestige format, so it's like a hundred pages total. Uh, it's not required reading for this, but it does show how he gets the gems, and they they all get named and identified uh, for the first time, and um, other than just being called soul stones, and so definitely right. definitely a cool read, right? Um, well, I I you mentioned that it was your first time reading it. Uh, I believe it was also your first time, Melissa. Yeah, I'm true? not. Yeah, I'm not very experienced with comics at all. Like I've seen every Marvel movie. A lot of them multiple times, mm-hmm. but I've never gotten very deep into comics just because I know it is an unending pit. Yeah. And like if I <laughs> and if I get into comics, people will always be like, oh, well, if you like this, you should also read this. And how about this one? And that guy also wrote this thing. And I will never get out like I will have a never ending homework list. And that kind of intimidates me that's, so you'll end up working at a comic very book often <laughs> that's 100 percent true but you mm-hmm. also won't ever get to half of it <laughs> <laughs> exactly <sighs> like i've 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 had my comics from the past like five months sitting by my by my bed and they're mm-hmm. just sitting there haven't read them yet <laughs> But um, yeah, but I am sandwiched in between two big comic fan brothers, 
And thankfully, oh. my older brother had bought my younger brother a copy of Infinity Gauntlet, like, for Christmas. Perfect. And I was able to, I didn't have to go searching. I just had to drive over to my brother's apartment and pick it up. Perfect. Mm-hmm. That worked out well, then. Uh, well, it, it was all our first time reading this book. I, I, I was quite certain that, Mannix, you had read it before. Um, but I, I, you know, I, I guess not. I, I have a reputation at work, um, and I think even on uh, the fridge as being like the Marvel guy, and I kind of get it, I guess, because again, I grew up with the X Men. But I, for the last like four years, I've predominantly read indie comics, and I'm slowly mm-hmm. just turning into the like aged hipster that I <laughs> swore I hated. I'm like somehow that guy now. Um, I find myself saying the term corporate comics more than I ever thought I would. Um, I still love Marvel and DC, and I still read some of it, but uh, I am in no way current with what's going on, and yeah. I still... Like, I hadn't read the, the Simonson Thor run until, gosh, mm. three or four years ago, and that's, like, legendary. And, of course, the yeah. minute I did, I was like, oh, I my God, this that. is amazing, and like, everyone's I like, I don't yeah, know that much about comics, and is. I know that one. <laughs> I mean, I knew it was good. I knew I was supposed to read it, but I hadn't actually read right. it, and then I finally did, and... Uh, then my mind was blown and everyone looked at me like man it's like we told you <laughs> 10 years to read that book and uh, i did so it was nice finally reading this yes yeah. uh, after having it recommended about a thousand times well yeah. I, I i i know you and i have kind of t- t- talked that we both really like the post-crisis dc era and oh that's my jam this this is kind of this book came out in 1991 which is kind of right at the end of like the late 80s like all these comics are really damn good you should check them all out like superman was fantastic then um like so i i like i knew you you were kind of into like marvel and dacy stuff back then so i was like maybe he's read this um but yeah, so now that my brothers read it when it came out, yeah, okay. so it was like it was in my house, like I had a copy in my house. Gotcha. Just, yeah, yeah. This like my brother Sean in particular was into this, and he loved Green Lantern. Green Lantern came way later for me. Uh, it was only X Men. It was only X Men. Only X Men until like 1996. That's all I ever wanted to hear about. And then Onslaught happened, and Onslaught was so horrible that I actually quit reading comics altogether for eight <laughs> years. <laughs> When I came back into comics, then I started trying everything out. Uh, but uh, yeah, yeah. So miss, that's why I missed the boat originally. Sounds good. Um, so what did you guys think it, since this was your first t- time? Because I, I was surprised at how, uh, like, it, to me, this story had like a classical literature feeling to it. Yeah. If, if that makes sense, like. Thanos being as, as as you mentioned as extra as he is, um, he like he had like he, the way that he was written just kind of made it seem like this is the type of thing I would find in Homer's Odyssey or like in Dante's Inferno. It's just like extra mm-hmm. flowery dialogue and narration, um, which which so I was thinking spa- space Jane Austen, space Jane Austen, <laughs> <laughs> Mister Darcy in space. I don't know. <laughs> So I like space romance. I was kind of surprised at that, and I I liked that when it came to his character, um, and like because I, I I haven't really read anything Marvel cosmic, so mm-hmm. yeah, like I I was surprised, and I actually really liked that that it it was kind of this m- m- like different feeling. It felt more 
not nostalgic because I'm not nostalgic for ancient Greek literature and stuff like that. But, you know, <laughs> don't lie. Like, don't it, lie. like it, it has this this kind of like ancient feeling. Not and not just to be like this is an old comic book, if if that makes sense. What did you yeah. What did you guys think? It does feel very grandiose and larger than life oh, and sure. thematic. Yeah. 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 Um, the problem I always had with the cosmic characters, and I still do in this one, is that uh, they're just so large in uh, in scale, mm-hmm. just their size and their power rating and, and all that, and, and just even the um, the issues that they face. I could see I could see why people would be in into it. It just I I need smaller human stories yeah to kind of dig into. Uh I loved Thanos in this. So I liked mm-hmm. Thanos in in all his extra majesty, but uh when you're when you're talking about like Eternity and, and all these other cats that was like they would just kind of like stand there ominously in the background. I was like, <laughs> am I supposed to be scared right now? Great plan, Adam. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're so overpowered that they are literally nothing but power. Like, none of them have yeah, personality yeah. traits. They're just yeah. mighty, and that's it. Yeah. It reminds me of the quintessential, like, like you're talking shit and your boys are standing statuesque behind you, right? And you're just like, oh! That's like, that in space is like what this felt like to me. They're just like standing there like they're smelling what the rock is cooking. Like just not saying anything. <laughs> but trying to look real hard. Uh, yeah, but being real, real boring. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. like... Thanos like, is great though. <laughs> like you said, I, I, I think I want that human story and I think... I think when it comes down to it, that's what Thanos's story is. It's this like, hey, I I'm in love with this woman. How like how do I court her properly? And mm-hmm. and he's he's just an idiot, <laughs> you know, like does everything wrong. Like, so kill yeah. more people, but yeah. But, right. but yeah, and and so then like he he ends up go- go- going about killing all these people, and of co- course when you're in a world full of superheroes then it's like oh well we have to save the universe and like it's bombastic and it's fun but i i i think i think there's much more potential for like mm-hmm. this this smaller scale like i i really want to know what thanos is thinking like obviously he's confused like why isn't this working mm-hmm. um but I, 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 I think he has he has a lot, a lot of potential in that regard. Yeah, and I know Jim Starlin is kind of known as like the cosmic guy, both at Marvel and DC. He's written a lot of you know cool dark side stories, like he did Cosmic Odyssey over at DC. That was super awesome. That was a great kind of Crisis era story. And mm-hmm. yeah, he's written a ton of yeah Thanos stuff and Silver Surfer. And so I know he's like the guy for for cosmic. But I feel like a writer like Kurt Busiek would have been a more ideal choice for like what I would have wanted for the story because he, he does kind of the internal monologue. And so you get yeah. into his, his protagonist and antagonist's head a little more. And mm-hmm. uh, I don't know, again, that's just what I gravitate more towards. Um, sure. And you could still have a grandiose story, but um, yeah, it ends up feeling like space shakes, shake a spear a lot of times. <laughs> and yeah, a little yeah. over the top. It is Shakespearean, especially in that 
Shakespeare plays had like a ton of people in them. Like oh every court God. scene has like four pages in it. And like the lead character has like three night buddies and the king has like eight daughters. Like there's just, it's just chock full. Like <laughs> how I have to employ every single person in my actor's troupe. Just keep throwing tiny roles in there. They'll walk on, they'll do a thing, they'll walk off. And that's what that this book felt like to me because it's so jam-packed of all of these Marvel characters. And I know like 40% of them. Like there's that big page. There's like a huge like computer screen over Captain America's shoulder. And it's got all these little like portraits and names. And he's the like, these of... are all of our associates that have gone missing. And I'm like, oh no, I... somebody took Box. Yeah. Who I... or what is a that, Box? That, I was like, who the fuck is Box? Who the fuck yeah. is Puck? Like, I, I, I don't, don't know. know who these guys are. Puck, I feel like I've heard the name at least. Yeah. Um, who is a Puck, Shakespearean he, character for reals? Yeah, the the Marvel Universe Puck is great. He's from Alpha Flight. He's like this tiny little okay, dude. Okay, I, I, I he's, okay. he's amazing. He's I mean, no one knows Alpha. No one knows Alpha Flight. Uh, but <laughs> I, I, I have a I have a weird soft spot for Puck just because he's so ridiculous as a character. Mm-hmm. I, I I loved that scene as well as well because I love in stories like this. There's certain characters like. Um, Captain America or Black Panther that's like they've certainly tweaked their outfits over the years but it's like very immediately you can go oh cool that's Cap and that's a pretty quintessential kind of classic look Um, even with tweaking things there's still like fundamental design elements that like you know that's the character but then there's like Archangel who again I love an X-Men guy but man does that look so 80s and so it's funny (laughs) like seeing like the grid I'm like oh my oh some of them like they have have, like shoulder pads and stuff I'm like oh baby that's just yeah, That's there's not a good some look. real questionable yep. wardrobe changes. Like, imagine oh, yeah. if those were like the last photographs of you. Like, you disappear, and this is Woo! the outfit that's like on the posters. Yeah. Like, we're looking yeah. for a neon pink winged man. Have you seen him? Yeah. <laughs> it 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 was that page though. Like when I saw that list of all the p- people that went missing, I was looking at all the names, and in, like the first thought that went. Th- through my mind was man i thought i knew the marvel universe i have no <laughs> idea who these yeah. people are yeah like i like i i technically didn't start reading comics till i was in college but i my, my dad had a whole bunch of comics and stuff like that and i was around them a lot and marvel was always my favorite um and it hasn't been until recently that i've i've kind of like discovered that actually i'm a dc fanboy at heart um because i like i i know their universe a lot more but yeah i was sitting there like i don't who who do do we even care about these guys like (laughs) (laughs) is that the like d list like because that doesn't like sorry dudes but we can still save the earth without you (laughs) and then there's other characters thrown in there that are so big like three-fourths of the Fantastic Four are gone, and, yeah. like, that doesn't play. Yeah. Nobody's affected. Like, there's so many... There's so much time spent on people we don't know, and there's people that we do know that, like, are glazed over. And I'm like, this... this Like, I know all of this is impermanent. It will basically reset yeah. itself at the end of the story, but this balance feels off to me. <laughs> yeah, they turned Cyclops into a fucking fishbowl. That was great. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Probably my favorite death is it was yeah. 
<laughs> I, I, part of it, it was, I guess it was hard just knowing that, well, these characters obviously aren't going to stay dead because the whole point mm-hmm. of the story is he has a magic glove that can do whatever the fuck he wants. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, there's a scene where like, everyone's just like, like, I forgot that Eric Masterson was Thor. Uh-huh. He, he went on to be Thunderstrike <laughs> later. I'm like, Eric Masterson, oh my god, Thunderstrike. Oh, snap, that's so 90s. Oh my god. I uh, was so confused when Thor was yeah. like, I can't let any of them know I'm not the real Thor. And I knew that, like, yeah. There were more Thors than just Thor, but I'm like, how am I supposed to tell who this is? I know it's, it's great cuz he yeah. he looks like the other Thor, but it's not yeah. it's, it's like I can't believe it's not and like okay. Technically, and the, yeah. wasn't it something like he actually is the real Thor? He just has amnesia or something and he thinks he's someone else? Wasn't I, it something he, like that? I am certain he, that has he may happened have gotten, at some point. He may have bonded to him, but there was like a real Eric Masterson because when Thor came back or whatever, or got, they got separated or whatever they did, Eric Masterson became a different character, Thunderstrike, and he got his own hammer. Okay, and then they killed him off later, and then he had a kid, and they did like a son of Thunderstrike thing. I don't. I stopped <laughs> paying attention, but yeah, I, I don't know. The Thor stuff's always confusing. They did. They had Jake Olsen in the in the late nineties. That was like a paramedic that was dead, and then he was using his body. Weird. They, Thor should just be Thor, and they should like not deal, <laughs> worry about like you're just Thor. Sometimes you wear glasses because you want to be like a Scandinavian Clark well, Kent or whatever. Like don't worry do, about I, it. I, like, they do a lot of weird stuff like that with Thor because uh, in the Civil War comic. Thor d- d- dies, and it turns out he's a robot. What? Yeah. No. Yeah. And it's like, uh, oh wait, uh, like that, like that. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, you've already, you've already got Vision. Like you already have a robot. You didn't also was... need to cross that off the list. That one was cool <laughs> because yeah, Thor had died uh, during Ragnarok, and then uh, they brought him back right after that uh, in an amazing uh, run that J. Michael Straczynski did with uh, Oliver Cuppiel. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, they did they did like the robot Thor story, and it was supposed to show like, oh my god, look how far like yeah, Reed Richards has like gone off the deep end. Like they used his DNA with <sighs> robot parts and all this shit. And uh, that there is was this something ama- Reed Richards would do. No, it's so great because. In that Thor run, when Thor comes back, um, he has to rebuild Asgard, and he rebuilds it in Oklahoma, which is awesome. It's, oh, it's just floating <laughs> over the Oklahoma plain, and so it's just Asgard. Like it. It's so great, and it's just it's so good. It's and so it's just these uh, these Broxton, gods hanging out I, I with like Cletus, yeah, Broxton, Oklahoma, Broxton, Broxton, Oklahoma. Yeah. Anyways, it's so good. That run is so great. But there's a, there's an issue in there where he beats. Uh, Tony Stark, he beats his armor off of him completely. It, it, it's red. It is, a, and as they fight, his armor like just falls off of him. He's like, "Yeah, we ain't friends no more." And he just walks away. Like, I know what you did to me. So he's like so offended. He's like, "Yeah." Speaking the only one that beat him down more. Oh, sorry. I got, I got one more cock. I got one more. Go ahead. Up. Uh, Go for it. During, this was during Civil War. I'm not a big Iron Man guy. Iron Man's kind of a punk. You can fight me on that. Uh, mm, but. I think so too. Everyone, because of the MCU, everyone's like, Iron Man's the best. Iron Man was B-list at best until the cinematic universe. Yeah. Look and it he up, still kind of is, because his comedy still doesn't is. really sell. <laughs> it's not. That's because Bendis did it forever, and Bendis is the worst. But, uh, yeah, the only other awesome beatdown that uh, Tony Stark had at that same time during Civil War was Nova was flying in from outer space after Annihilation, and he was like, yo, you gotta register. And he doesn't even touch down on planet Earth. He's like, uh, I just saved the universe. This doesn't matter. And he flew away. Like, oh. <laughs> the, 
the only thing better than getting almost beat to death by Thor was like literally Nova saying that you're actually not even worth it. That was yeah perfection. Uh, speaking of Tony Stark, though, his death in this was I, it was really funny to me too because it's off panel. They, 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 they don't even give him like the light of day. Oh, no. yeah. He ran out of Duracell batteries. It, it, was, it was that, and what's her name just like walks up with his head and is like, "So I took this guy's yeah. head." <laughs> that was. That was a bit dark. <laughs> I was like, oh shit. <laughs> they, just de- they just decapitated Tony Stark. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, like, I, we've kind of mentioned the writing and how grandiose it is. Uh, it was a little bit jarring to see that grandiose narration put on characters like Spider-Man. Oh, Because uh, and- it did not fit at all. Yeah, and when you get to, I think it's in the big cosmic section, I think it's the Living Tribunal, Mm -hmm. whose text is written not in the same font as everybody else. It's these big block letters, and I stared at it for a while, like, what does this remind me of? And I'm like, oh, this looks like the text that would pop on screen in, like, a schoolhouse rock. (laughs) Like, the Living Tribunal speaks in, like, conjunction, junction font. Conjunction, junction. Cosmic. Brightly colored block letters. Sing with me, kids. This is a weird, weird choice. Marvel Cosmic, the musical. (laughs) Yeah, I'm saying, like, Come on, get the Infinity Gems. I mean, like, we could have we could have could made some money with this Marvel. What's up? Yeah, I would love like a child's the or any age musical. educational song teaching you what each Infinity Gem does. They would have that. Damn. They would have something on like who these characters are, like like who the Living Tribunal is. There'd be a mm-hmm. song about. Uh, I, I think I think he was in Secret Wars two, and Spider Man teaches the Beyonder to poop. Yes. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> because Iconic. he like he like oh, comes man. down to to be a a, a, a a human, and he has no idea what to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Spider Man has to teach him to poop. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> comics, Good old Marvel, crazy stuff. Mike is comics. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Um, did did you guys have a favorite moment in in this? Like, what stood out? to you as like hey this moment is really cool uh i want to see more of that yes oh shit hit my mic go ahead melissa uh i think my favorite part was kind of towards the end of this big battle in space when captain america like steps up to thanos and he's like as long as anybody stands against you like you're not winning this isn't a victory and it talks about his like noble sentiments like thanos is like these noble sentiments will be your downfall and captain america's like i don't care these are virtues worth dying for i like that part a lot because it felt like the infinity war movie could lift that straight off of this page oh like, they it was are the first thing i looked at and i'm like <laughs> okay this feels like the things i have seen on screen like this feels familiar this feels like my cinematic home yeah i was starting to see pictures of that panel when like one of the new trailers came out and there's the Mm -hmm. uh spoilers for anyone who like doesn't want to know anything about the trailers at all uh you might want to skip ahead to the next minute or, or, or so but there's a a scene in one of the trailers where where captain america confronts thanos 
and there's he like he goes down to p- punches him and he c- catches the p- p- punch they're like let's let's look at the the comic book e- equivalent of when they when they first met you know hmm? i was like oh they're gonna do it captain america is gonna get punched in the face and die it's gonna be great <laughs> um so yeah oh that that, that was that was yeah. a sweet sweet uh moment but yeah it, it was on all the like comic book sites of just like check it out here's clickbait to come look at our site um i loved that and then i also loved when thanos gets so powerful that he's like why do i even need a physical body anymore i'll become eternity i'll become just like a big shadowy starfield outline in the sky and then as soon as he does that then nebula is like okay if you're not inhabiting your body i can go over there and, and rip take the, the physical thing, yeah. glove off of it off this husk you have just left dangling here I'm like that's good i, I did not that predict that coming and it's so like it's so clever and it's also so like absurd just like yoink this is mine <laughs> yeah, now because you left your body yeah. it's such it's a, a face palm answer, yeah. moment mm-hmm. i'm just like god I'd love damn it to see Thanos, something like, like that in the movie too i think that fits the tone of like this is high drama but also it's very ridiculous yeah yeah, I could see, like, a Star-Lord or Rocket or someone in the movie yes. doing a similar, like, yoink kind of, yeah, yeah, I could see you that being so a very similar. You have so many yoink yeah. characters that you could use. Yeah. Any Half the cast could yoink. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Great word. Take it yoink. out of context. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> there, there, there's going to be some yoinking going on. Um <laughs> but, uh, What's this movie rated? <laughs> Let's see. What was my one of my favorite moments of this comic? Um, I, I I think I think for me, yeah, the 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 moment when Captain America approaches him that was pretty cool. I kind of like the ending as as much as it. I, I felt like it came abrupt and it yeah. it, it 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 just kind of happened. I think what they were talking about and like where everything ended up, I thought was really really cool. Um, mm-hmm. just having Thanos kind of be this, uh, like, humble farmer. And just, like, he's the one that wanted all of this power and to know all the, like, minute, minuscule details of the universe and have all this knowledge and wisdom and have to, like, watch over it all. And now he's in a position where he doesn't, like, like he has none of that. Like, he, he doesn't need to do anything. And then there's Adam Warlock who is so de- detached and is just like, I don't really care about humans specifically, but <laughs> this whole situation is Perfect fucked. Perfect politician. Yeah. And, and he's like, I don't, I don't really want this power. And then he, you know, he gets all this stuff and he's just like, Oh shit, this is a lot to, to deal with. <laughs> <laughs> so that, 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 yeah, that no, there was, was a warlock was cool. series after this. I'm, I, I'd be curious to see what direction they went with that series I, yeah. I don't know how long it lasted my brother was reading it at the time he he loves Adam Warlock um, yeah I liked him a lot too like he doesn't have a ton of personality in this 
I think my brain just reacted positively to his color scheme and his beautiful hair. I was hair. like, he's gold! He's so yes! shiny! Golden boy. He's just like bright goldenrod and tangerine, and he has this Woo! luxurious, like, 70s pop star hair. Yeah. That, like, man, late 80s, early 90s is the time for amazing <gasps> hair and large collars on superhero costumes. <laughs> Doctor Strange looked so ridiculous. I don't know if that's what his cloak looks like all the time with the like it bunny does. ears on it. Well, it oh did in the eighties. Yeah, I don't think yeah. he has the ears now, but he They've he always he always kind of has yeah. that cloak and is super. He looks extra. like a sad magic hipster now, but back <laughs> in the eighties, he looked like a, like a thinner Tom Selleck or something, <laughs> like a, like a, a coked out Tom Selleck. It was what he looked like in the 80s, yeah. Complete with, like, just the porno stash. It was ridiculous, yeah. Wow. I, 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 think, I think the best examples of that are uh, Nightwing, when he, like, first comes out as Nightwing, right? <laughs> yeah, in, oh, in, in Teen with, like, the piping? Oh, my God, God that's so good. That, that costume is so bad that it is so good. Yeah. <laughs> The only thing better than that is him out of costume. Have you seen him with the ridiculous like ponytail and like the white puffy shirt? No. What? Dude, like, what? like Seinfeld look, look style Grayson. puffy shirt? Yeah, look up Dick Grayson. Look up Dick Grayson okay. in the nineties. He like has this long ass ponytail like mullet thing oh, and these like these these fucking like skinny jeans and this it's not quite a Hawaiian shirt, but it's like this white ugly ass shirt. You'll see it and it's fucking beautiful. Dick it looks Grayson so good. Ponytail. Google for real look up family. look up dick grayson like dick grayson 90s fashion or something to that what? effect on google are you, are you finding it i'm finding, finding a picture it? of him and he's wearing like a polka dot shirt he looks yes, like that's a it. clown that's, that's it doing? that's it cocaine What's he doing? Lots, and lots of cocaine because no one that's not on cocaine would dress like that that's just not a thing doesn't matter <gasps> I lived through and, the 90s, too, and I didn't well, dress like that. Well, to be fair, isn't Dick Grayson the one... Is he the one that used to be in a circus? Is he the circus yes. boy? Yeah. I think that is, is how a grown-up circus boy would dress. <laughs> yeah. I think they Just need to call his book Circus Boy. Dots. And Dick Grayson. Dang, look at oh, the hair man. on those arms, too. Manly man. Yeah. And his giant, long Cyclops legs. That's, I watched yeah. a, a decent amount of x-men um oh what's the x-men evolution i watched a decent amount of that when i was a kid and uh -huh. all i remember is just how crazy out of proportion cyclops was with his <laughs> legs being like 75 percent of his body and whenever i see that it defaults in my brain to oh they got cyclops legs <laughs> that's fair <laughs> that is fair I mean... uh and i i think honorable honorable mention goes to superman's mullet in the nineties, <laughs> that 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 was pretty good. I am familiar with this. That yes, that was an interesting time. <laughs> I think the shorter list is who didn't have a mullet in the nineties. <laughs> to be fair, man, it was it was a it was a thing. It was yeah. a whole thing. It was yeah. This was like this was right before the mullet phase. It was about ninety three. It was about peak mullet. I, is what I remember. It, it mm -hmm. got real bad for a minute there. <laughs> um. Yeah. Let me ask you guys this. We we kind of talked about scenes we like. Mannix, did did you mention one that you liked? Did, 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 did I skip I you? I just or liked... Or did you have oh, one that stood out? It's all good. 
I'm used to it, Kyle. It's fine. Um, I liked all the slow-mo close-ups on just Nebula looking fucked every time. Yes! And, like, they just yes! kept pointing Nebula. Like, I, I, I should have known. I should have known that Nebula was going to do something. Because they were like, look at, look at Nebula. She's like, I've tortured her almost to death. But she can't die because I'm a son of a bitch. And so mm-hmm. they just show these close-ups like, eh, And her looking, like, busted. Like, she needs, like, she needs some Vaseline and a dentist or something needs to happen. <laughs> But uh, that was Vaseline. Uh, that was my best moment. <laughs> and just come on, I mean, it's moisturized. They need like the needs some moisturizer for sure. From, she needs uh, some Sounds of the lambs, motherfucker. That was moisturized enough time. Need some of that shit going on. <laughs> something. But uh, she looked like a Greek tragedy come to life. But uh, mm-hmm. I should have known that she was going to play a part because they kept showing her. They just kept going there, like in this, and I was just like, oh my god. Why? Okay, I see why. Which now. Yeah. Um, that really mm-hmm. surprised me too, because I think he, he he was like he's like, and look at my first creation, and then you turn the page in like big bold letters. It's like Nebula. And I was like, oh, I know Nebula. Whoa, yeah. who is that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like I like, thought she was a robot, son. That's like, a, yeah. That's yeah. a prune. A bit different. Yeah, <laughs> that's that is a California race in my dude. Mask. <laughs> yeah, damn. Um, so that was a bit of a shock to see that. And yeah, and like, to, I think it, before we started recording, you mentioned Vision, too. And like, he's <laughs> not colored in. He's all white. And yeah. I'm like, Clorox, Clorox stri- bleach Vision, man. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Fresh coat of paint. We don't want you know? we don't, we don't to pay the colorist. We're on strike Vision. Yeah, like, well, I'm, under construction I'm, Vision. Kind of wondering. I don't know what version your brother had, Melissa, because um, I read it digitally on Marvel oh. Unlimited. So I'm wondering if it's. I got this thing. Is that the one that was printed in 2016 or like 2017? Um, Do you know, or is that know. an older it's, one? It's pretty crisp looking. I think it is a newer printing. It looks like the current version. Yeah, I'm, I'm, that's the one I read. I'm wondering if the older ones had it colored and they like went to recolor it and then huh. forgot that's what i think they do i think that's what he looked like it. at the time i'm like fairly certain that was that because everyone else was colored correctly so I, like it has to just be that's what he looked like at the time yeah potentially i mean he can go intangible so maybe, i don't know the vision they've <laughs> they, he's been destroyed and rebuilt so many times yeah i can't keep up <laughs> yeah he came back as a teenage robot how the fuck are you a teenage robot how does that work i don't know like yeah is, is that what i that, love I, that card Dude, was about my life as a teenage <laughs> robot. <laughs> it was all about vision. <laughs> Woo! Um, man, I love uh, Young Avengers. It's one of my all-time favorite Marvel comics, but it's it's ridiculous. It's uh, yeah. How how, how are you gonna come back as a? Te- I, this doesn't. How <laughs> how come? Ah, I love comics, but I just get so mad. You guys like what? <laughs> If you don't, if you don't like ro- if you don't like robots and clones and time travel, you're just in for a real bad time. You guys, just a real, real yeah. bad time. One thing, especially with the X Men. Side note: one thing that I think a lot of people don't know about is how, like, how much like of Spider Man's stories involve clones. Like if 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 you've never read Spider Man, like you like you're just like I know who he is and that's it, and I, I know who like Doctor Octopus is, and then the comic book the comic book nerd I am is like, well, have you read the the Clone Saga? They're like clones. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, dude, like clones everywhere. 
you, we don't even know if the Peter Parker who's out now is actually the real Peter Parker. Like, let's be honest. And they're like, oh, oh no, I don't know. Kyle, do you not remember? Do you not remember 1995? <laughs> do you not remember what they did then? Because uh, I remember they said that Ben Riley was, was the, the quote unquote real real one. one. Yeah. And that Peter was the fake one, and the fans said, "Ha ha ha, no!" And <laughs> no. Uh, they didn't. They didn't allow it, and they went so far as to kill Ben Riley, and he like crumbled into dust or some shit like that. Yeah. And they were like, "See, only a clone would crumble into dust like that." So clearly, like he wasn't the real Spider-Man. And editorial was like, "Wink, wink, wink." Please, please keep giving us money. Um, <laughs> they also killed Aunt May that year, and the fans were also like, "No!" And so they resuscitated no! her. Yes. Just, yeah. No! Like. Aunt- um, Aunt May's a thousand years old. Let her die. Speaking Let of, it happen. Speaking of that, though, Mephisto was in this book. I've never read anything with <laughs> Mephisto, so I haven't read that Spider-Man storyline, oh, but I know it. I, I know it. Oh, dude. It's actually, like, One More Day is actually worth reading because it's literally... That and Ultimatum are the worst comics I've ever read in my entire life. Ultimatum like, they're bad. so bad that I actually recommend people reading them. It's like, you want a, you want a new litmus test for, like, what you can handle... Read this shit right here. And if someone told me like those were their favorite books, I would never talk to that person again because they're fucking crazy. Because they're horrible. But they're so horrible that they're entertaining. God damn. I, One I, more day is a train wreck. I think uh, I think Dan Slott recently made a joke a, jo- a, jo- a joke in Amazing Spider Man based off of that. He's like, well, we all we all kind of know what happened in One More Day. Like, don't want to make any more deals with the devil, you know? Um, yeah. yeah. Just to to clue you in melissa because i'm sure this is shooting over your head long story short aunt (laughs) may died and peter parker made a deal with mephisto who is marvel's kind of devil character to bring Mm -hmm. her back but to do so uh his marriage to mary jane was undone this does sound familiar and because Mephisto would want it for some line. reason. Like, why would he care about his marriage? You're supposed to get yeah. something Cause, out of like, it. Because it's, it's the one thing that Peter wants. So he's like, I'll, I'm just going to eh. t- take away the you know the other thing that you want really He clearly badly. didn't want it that bad. He's like, take my wife, <laughs> yeah. please. I mean, no. I, need this, I need this old woman over here. Not this gorgeous, <laughs> supermodel. gorgeous supermodel who <laughs> loves me. Fuck that shit. This old pruny woman over here that's like 87 years old. Like, that's... No, save her for life. Like, fuck that. Let, let <laughs> Aunt May had, had her chance. I'm Peter gonna... Parker is so emo. God, he's so emo. Like, it drives me crazy, you guys. It's so emo. Um, I'm gonna oh my sit God. my nephew down and make sure he knows that he is never allowed to make a deal with the devil to bring me back to life. <laughs> if I've had my chance, I've no. had my chance. Leave me to die. <laughs> <laughs> Melissa, do you know what the best part of One More Day is? Is that at the end of it, he's also miraculous. Oh, that's what is the best he's, part when they he, climb the barricade and wave the big French flag. He's, He's he's uh he's de-aged like by like ten years after that story magically for because de- so the, no he the, so Mephisto threw in extras and uh, Harry Osborn's back <laughs> Harry Osborn is also back from the dead why Ridiculous. so I because comics I don't know it doesn't make any sense <laughs> because editorial mandated it that's why but they couldn't editorial oh my god mandates, yeah. that story was so bad that J Michael Straczynski re- demanded that his name be taken off the last issue of it he's like fuck this this is a train wreck Oof, I know. Damn. yeah that that, so- that sounds like a, a rough old time for every citizen involved yeah Miles Morales is a thousand times better for if, if for no other reason than he's not 
a whiny little baby, and he would never do that. Um, <laughs> I, oh my god! I love, that I, I love Spider Man, but come on, oh, <laughs> so um, bad. So let me ask you guys this: to bring it back to the Infinity Gauntlet here, uh, was there stuff you didn't like? Is is, is the, like critiques? Is there something like, hey, they really could have done this better? Uh, I mean, I thought there's too many characters. I actually thought yeah. large parts of it were insanely boring uh, and didn't focus on Thanos enough. Anytime the camera moved away from Thanos, I basically lost interest. I'm not going to lie. I read the whole thing, but it felt like work in places for sure. Yeah, it's very I w- dated. I would have liked a lot more of Thanos's relationship with death and just like a small peek. Or lack thereof. Into what her- <laughs> yeah, a small yeah. peek into like what her side of things is. Like, it's kind of fun to imagine that she's just like, well, I guess this is what I get for putting a magical thrall on somebody, and then they don't leave me alone. And she's just like 100% done about everything, and it's just sulking in the corner, like, when is this over? When do I get to go home to wherever death lives? I gave the guy that I, <laughs> that I sort of like an inch, and he took a fucking mile. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be great to have this story retold through Death's eyes. You could just have just her internal monologue. Like, like, look at this motherfucker right here. Why is he smiling? Why is he smiling right now? Like, I, what, did, I, did I say something? Like, I, I would kind of so like good. to see this story only through Thanos' perspective. I don't want Captain mm-hmm. America's narration or yeah. Spider-Man's or whoever or Adam Warlock. I, I think, yeah, the more it focuses on Thanos, the better of a story it will be. And For sure. I, I, I think, it. yeah, it'd be cool to get some looks into what death's thoughts were because mm-hmm. she always is just like shun <laughs> you know? yeah i wanted i wanted to know if she ever had any points where like what mephisto is telling thanos is true or is she like done is, is she absolutely can she not be one to, to, is she out of it a hundred percent or is she waiting for him to do something and he doesn't do it to play mephisto's advocate See what I did there? Um, <laughs> Eric's oh, shaking his head like, nope, okay. <laughs> um, it it also is kind of inter- interesting that we don't get her thoughts, and it is such yeah. a mystery, and we're, we're left, is that really what she thinks? It like Does she actually want him to do this, but he's still missing just one other thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so that, that to me, that's kind of like the... Like, we don't really, I don't ever want to know the Joker's origin story, because once you kind of know yeah. what it is, he's not as scary, right? Mm-hmm. And here's this, this like, very regal character of death, and we, we don't know exactly, you know, what she's thinking, and it's kind of a mystery to me, and I, mm-hmm. I, I kind of like that. So were you guys rooting for Thanos not to like yes please kill half of all humans and animals on earth but were you rooting for him like yeah I hope he wins her favor back because I kind of was I wanted to see what that relationship would look like if it was what if it got to be what he wanted it to be um I don't know like I, I feel like yeah, like I, I, I don't know. It's it's difficult because like I, I don't want him to necessarily succeed, but I kind of just want to see what he yeah. does in in that sense. Like I'm, I, I guess the idea of us wanting it to focus more on 
Thanos is the idea we don't really want this to be a superhero story. Mm-hmm. And so in that sense, I don't really care what happens. Half the Marvel Universe can get dis- dis- destroyed, and it's like, okay, well, that's just what he did, you know? Um, but it's, I mean, it's also a universe that I like, I, that I actually kind of care about and don't, you know, want that stuff to happen yeah. to, but I would like to see if he's successful, where he goes, what happens, you know? Like, does does he end up winning her over? Mm-hmm. Or not. Is is he just a fuckboy? <laughs> <laughs> I, I had faith in Thanos for one thing, and it's when he builds her this giant palace, this giant uh, just monument to her, and there's two thrones up there for the two of them, mm-hmm. and the thrones are exactly the same. Like, he didn't give her a smaller throne, and he didn't give her, like, your throne has flowers on it, because you're a girl, Death. Like, it's the exact same throne, same size, same design that he has. And I really liked that tiny little touch that he does want to be on equal footing with her. And when dealing with, like, such huge cosmic powers like that, his kind of gotten way off kilter like he's gone from being her thrall to being the most important thing in the universe ever and he completely bypassed like partnership and i think i could kind of see in thanos that that was a thing he kind of wanted but could not figure out how to get to yeah he he, joined the club buddy (laughs) it just didn't add up one one Mm -hmm. plus one did not equal two for for him (laughs) yeah there's no middle sliders for thanos not at all spinal tap he's always on 11 Mm -hmm. i i i guess i would have loved to have seen him succeed in getting death's hand because the only thing worse than uh not than having that unrequited love is getting it because death is hella passive aggressive homegirl won't even talk to him and you know that if they start dating she'd be like yo minion tell him i want some iced tea what's some, what's some iced tea? I, want, I want three ice cubes though and he'd be like baby why can't you tell me I'm like you tell him i also want a lemon slice like, talk to me directly like he knows what he did yeah like can you imagine that would be hell that, that would be that the would worst, be and he would deserve it, and I would love <laughs> it, and it would be hilarious. So yeah, that's yeah. I, it's it's yeah. just kind of fun to see him be dragged through the dirt, to have him get all of this power, and then he's still powerless compared to her. Mm-hmm. In it, like in 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 the sense that she like doesn't care for what he's doing. Yeah. <laughs> Like, he is breaking inside. She's just like, God damn it, what is going on? He cannot fix that. And Thanos has no tenderness to him at all. And that's kind of a cliche, I guess, to be like, oh, the lady wants the man to be tender. Like, get in touch with your heart and your soft side, and then you can win her. (laughs) Like, that is a cliche, but I was... What like I want to see if death likes a soft thing. If that is what she wants him to do, does she want him to just stop yelling and like go over there and hold her hand, or is she like death is death? Like yes, yes, kill more people, kill everybody, and then that might work. 
See, now I kind of, I'm wondering how many, like, college thesis papers were um, <laughs> about this toxic masculinity as the undercurrent for the infinity gauntlet, and I, you know, like, I, I bet that's out there, I bet that exists. If that exists, send, send it to me. If you wrote that paper, I want to read it. That's, <laughs> yeah, I, maybe just because I live, I live in a very liberal place, I just, like, I, someone must have done a dissertation on this, I mean, come on. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, so I'm good. so... Because you can't read it like you would read any other romance because the the woman in this relationship is literally death. Who knows what death wants? She does not want anything to live. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And she literally put him under a magical thrall to to start this whole thing off. Not to be like, well, you deserve him pestering you, but like you put him under a magical thrall. Of course he's chasing after you because magic. I wonder if it's more like this cuz she she does ask him to destroy like ha- you know half of the universe mm-hmm. basically. But he's he's kind of going about it in this super extra way. Like just <laughs> yes. this is not this is not what I asked for. Like yes, I wanted you to like wash my car, but you don't need to put on a skimpy little b- 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 bathing suit and do all, you know like just take it to the car wash you know yes like if, yes. if 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 he had actually like just done the thing and then like that was it like i wonder if she would have been like do you want to go to olive garden and <laughs> 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 just like that was when like he, he didn't happy. say anything else you know just like like then everyone is dead to dead and she's like fine let's go <laughs> when he like, kills the universe real good i take his ass to red lobster <laughs> but, but, <laughs> the cheddar bay biscuits though that's what death wants she wants them cheddar biscuits <laughs> i would kill i would kill half the universe for those biscuits i'm just saying fuck you love biscuits have you had them them shits is delicious delicious red lobster i am open for sponsorship yes yes i am just send me biscuits but like i like like how plausible do you think that would have been like if he just did the thing and like shut up about about it and wasn't all like behold i am thanos look at me not possible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did have to, like, jump up and down and point and shout whenever he did a thing, <laughs> which yeah, is yep. a problem. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good to me. It was all for the biscuits. It's <laughs> 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 pretty much my motivation for anything. Um, last question for uh-huh. for you guys. Um, Word. What do you think the parallels are going to be between this and the film? Do is there any scene? Because like uh, again, spoilers. Kind of if you don't want to know anything about the trailers and stuff like that, or you've been trying to avoid that stuff. Um, there is that scene where Hulk kind of crashes through the ceiling of Doctor Strange's Sanctum Sanctorum but in this mm-hmm. book it's the Silver Surfer yeah like, is Hulk the kind of herald of being like oh shit guys Thor just sent me here because we know something's about to happen 
Yeah, I figure it might be Hulk, or it might be, like, the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, because we, we don't know what happens first. Um, mm-hmm. But I actually don't... I think they're only going to use just a few parts from this. Oh, sure. Um, yeah. The way that uh the way that I guess I've been thinking a lot about just the structure of this um uh it lead up to our discussion and thinking about how they did like you know, like Civil War or something for example where like there was a definitive story that it was based off of and I uh, I've noticed for the most part with the MCU they'll take the idea of one something. of their kind of the, well they'll they'll take like one of their classic stories like the thing that it's named off of and that they'll build like the bones of the story on that um, but they have to retrofit it to, to work within the stuff, context yeah. of the MCU, which usually means making it a lot more Iron Man-centric, which fucking drives me insane, but that's mm-hmm. the universe they've created, as Tony Stark is fucking God, apparently. Uh, I'm not anti-Iron Man, but it's, it's the same problem with the X-Men movies, where it's like, everything's about Wolverine. It's like, yeah. we can mm-hmm. share the love a little bit, guys. But um, the other thing they do is they'll also low-key throw in elements from other classic stories as well, like with uh, with Civil War, a lot of it was the Brubaker story, but that whole uh, that whole opening scene with Batrock the Leaper and everything that was lifted directly from the uh, Roger Stern and uh, John Byrne run from 1980. Uh, it's one of those on Captain America. Really cool... Yeah, yeah. Okay. If you that very that opening scene where they sneak onto the ship. And he has to. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like the part, like with getting the the information, you know, and everything. That that part was new for the film. But like the the fight, the being on a ship, it, it was like terrorists had taken over a ship, and he fights Batman of the Leaper. So it's like there's parts that are lifted like whole cloth, and again, like retrofit within the MCU continuity. So I like it's definitely going to be him getting the gem. So there's going to be some stuff from the quest. One of the things that annoys me is in the trailer it showed. What should have been one of the most shocking moments, and that's the vision getting his, you know, stone ripped, ripped out of his yeah. forehead. Because the minute oh, like, the minute the vision was created, I was like, I was gonna suck when he ripped that out of yep. his forehead. The minute yeah. that happened, I was like, you know what's happening. But they showed it in the trailer. Like, come on, guys. I I guess because it is so obvious. Like, I think even my parents who have never picked up a comic book in their life know like oh the the vision's head goes yeah, into that, that big glove and the guy gets powerful. Yeah. Okay, I see it happening. <laughs> It's not going to end well. It's not going to end well for him, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I think um, the thing that not as many people I've seen I've seen comics Twitter talking about it a lot, but outside of that, it's not. I would recommend if you're listening to this and you're getting hyped for the movie, like we all are, you want to read Jonathan Hickman's Avengers and New Avengers run. Uh, at least the build because he did both books at the same time, and they both build up to um, a book called Infinity, um, which is. Uh, not really a sequel to this, but it is Thanos-related. That has Thanos trying to find his son. It's a really cool cosmic story. It's really good. But, like, there's a character, Ebony Maw, that was, you know, created during that run that is going to be in this film. Yeah. And so uh, people aren't talking uh, enough about the Hickman stuff. And I think the Hickman stuff is... There's going to be more of that in the film than this story, I think, just going off of what I've seen in the other MCU movies. Um, and the other one that's just conjecture at this point, I'm just kind of guessing, is there's a, there's a cool story called um, Avengers Forever that has to deal with time travel and stuff like that. And uh, mm. it's really, really good. And that one, I think, is connected a little bit, too. Because there's some stuff you see with, like, Captain Marvel that's, like, 90s stuff. And we see, like, a blonde Tony Stark that's clearly younger. And so... And we see some stuff with <laughs> them... Uh, 
we see some stuff that fl- looks like it flashes back to the the, bo- the battle with the Shatari in the first Avengers movie. So it looks like there's yeah either some time travel or some flashback stuff going on, but it looks like it's time travel stuff, which would make sense with, of course, one of one of the gems being the, the time gem. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's kind of story element wise how that's gonna go. And so yeah, read the read the Hickman run uh, on Avengers New Avengers all the way up through Infinity, and read uh, Avengers Forever as well as Infinity Gauntlet would be my recommendations. Interesting. Good good call. I, I, re- I remember reading the Infinity storyline, but I kind of was only half paying attention, so I, I didn't really understand it. I was like, oh, they're all fighting Thanos in space, and he's looking for his son. And that's about it. And then I think the whole stuff with the Inhumans happened after that, and I was like, well, I don't care about the Inhumans, so. <laughs> <laughs> Marvel, try- Marvel tried so hard with the they Inhumans, did. and ultimately no one gave a fuck. But man, they tried so hard. Like, sorry, <laughs> they're not cool. The X-Men are cool. The Inhumans aren't cool. You tried your best. I get it. But the X-Men are so yeah. much cooler. It's not even not even close. Yeah. Um, do you guys have anything else to that you wanted to mention about this book? Hmm. Do you guys... Well, first of all, I am aware of who the major players in Marvel Comics are, but because I've never really read comics, I don't know who knows each other and who doesn't. So when this book started, I was very surprised that Doctor Strange and Silver Surfer were, like, best friends. (laughs) And I really love the part where Silver Surfer is injured and Doctor Strange is like, I don't know what to do with him, but maybe if I put him in the sun, he'll feel better. Oh, Doctor Doctor Strange and Silver Surfer, yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah, well, I, I mean characters come and go i feel like they just kind of all know each other um because they've had so many like world threatening events galactus has come to earth before and silver surfer is the one that's usually like guys heads up your planet's about to get eaten Um, yeah that's what he does he does that and he and he surfs yeah um (laughs) So I mean, well, with uh, yeah, it's, Silver it's Surfer just... and Doctor Strange, they know each other because they were on the Defenders together with the Hulk. So like, they they definitely have a history. Uh, but yeah, with in, all these big events in the chat, in the chat, Logan Shillelagh, I believe I am saying that c- c- correctly. Uh, shouted out that maybe they know each other because they were on the Defenders together. Oh, um, they were on the Defenders. Yes, they 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 were. That um, seems yeah. very different than the idea of defenders I have as a layperson. So clearly, yeah. well, I, I need to go find the, out more the about this. Marvel team. Netflix defenders is kind of they just took the name and that was kind mm, of it. Okay. Uh, yeah. Then the Netflix series is more like a street level New Avengers team or like a Daughters of the Dragon, which are you know fan I, favorites. I wish but, they like would all make the Misty the Knight and stuff. Them dragons they should that'd be dope but yeah calling it the defenders i always thought was really weird and because any like older thing that you see that says defenders it's gonna be like like doctor strange and like valkyrie and silver surfer and like hulk and like it was like the non-team superhero huh. team they, yeah it had a pretty lengthy run and they had a couple I've, over the years as I've, much as i love doctor strange fairly I good things read any of them. though about that yeah. that 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 run that it actually was pretty good 
it, it made it over 100 issues, so it must have been okay. <laughs> you know, yeah. it didn't get canceled for a very long time, so it, it must have been all right. Yeah. Yeah. I had fun in this book figuring out, like, who knew each other, like, what everybody's normal comics relationships are to each other, because I know these people, like, in a vacuum, like, I know who all lives in New York City, but I don't know, like, are the Fantastic Four and Daredevil friends? I don't know. He's their lawyer. He's their lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> their friends. Yeah. So is he. He is. That's a trick. In Matt Murdock is all of their lawyers. Just, just spoiler warning. Yeah, happens in. And a, if it's not, yes. then it's Jen. Then it's Jen Walters, She Hulk. It's like there's only two mm-hmm. lawyers in the Marvel universe, and it's those two. But there's yeah. also Foggy. Yeah, true. Uh, Foggy. He doesn't really get the <laughs> clients by or the girls. <laughs> um, but uh, fuck, what was I just gonna say? Um, I completely lost my train of thought. Oh, I, I was gonna say uh, <laughs> Daredevil Yellow. There's a scene where the Fantastic Four like crash into matt murdoch's office and they're like wait this guy we're hiring this doofus like (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's like okay that's great thanks just like that actually it was beautiful yeah (laughs) thanks guys uh you destroyed my wall uh (laughs) (laughs) yeah this book was a really like, I ju- I really threw myself into the deep end with I don't know a lot about comics. Like, yeah. oh, let me po- pick up the book that is literally, like, 180 people in it. Yeah. And they all know each other, and I don't know any of them. Well, it's like every party I've ever been to. You guys have all yeah. met before, clearly. I'm going to eat the cheese over here. I'll be over here. <laughs> yeah, I guess, like, after I've done this, everything else I try to read will only be less confusing <laughs> yeah. I, maybe i gave myself like a, a a good dive in first i mean that's kind of one of the ways to get into comics because it is so mm-hmm. difficult at some point you're just gonna have to dive in the deep end and you'll pick it up ev- eventually um mm-hmm. it's not necessarily the best way but you know hey <laughs> um but yeah like i mean you'll you'll at least have a frame of reference to be like, okay, I, I at least know who Doctor Strange is now, you know, yeah. I at least know that the Silver Surfer exists and mm-hmm. all that stuff, so. Yeah. And that Adam Warlock was in a cocoon <laughs> at some point in his life. The um, cocoon I am familiar with. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I guess let me ask you this then. As, as a non-comic book writer kind of diving into the deep end with mm-hmm. this did the story at least make sense could you at least follow it or did you have to like go, go back and be like okay wait what's happening no it was simple enough that i got the basics of it like thanos is too powerful everybody has to team up and go stop him so like that premise itself was simple enough that i could follow like i don't like everything was I was just had like one like background like white noise of confusion. Cuz like I barely know who any of these supporting characters are. Like I think it's Quasar. Mm-hmm. Like I spent a couple pages with Quasar before I'm like this guy could be made up and I wouldn't know. Like this could just be a joke that this writer of this graphic novel Quasar like, is a joke. You were yeah. I was waiting like, for that. Like he could just be like a completely like new fake person and I'm like sure. I guess Quasar's been around forever. Is is Quasar supposed to be their version of like Starman? Like the DC has Starman 
I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. Mm, uh, I, I don't really know what his closest analog would be in DC. I mean, I wouldn't say Starman. Quasar is fucking ridiculous and horrible. And like, oh, yeah, he he didn't have a book for very long. And he, within having that book, <laughs> that it maybe lasted. <laughs> well, and he had like three or four costume changes within it. And they just couldn't figure out what the hell they wanted to do with this guy. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah, it, it that's that's kind of the downside and kind of what we were talking about at the start where we like even me like someone who I thought kind of knew the Marvel Universe I didn't know who half of these people were and when they did their like big assault and was like um, like oh we sent like four of the strongest Marvel ca- like characters to go fight Thanos and like I think Fire Lord was one of them I was like who the hell is Fire Lord yeah. I've never heard of him yeah I've never heard of this guy <laughs> so um th- yeah like characters they definitely tried to make certain ones stick and they they just did mm-hmm. did not uh sean in the chat is saying quasar was part of marvel's new universe i believe oh yeah the star brand all that stuff yeah something like that the new universe was like the new coke, and it was about as loved as much as that was, <laughs> which was not at all. And they promptly got rid. Of- yeah, I think the star brand, the whole Quasar thing. I think I think that was one of the only things that actually like stuck at all from the new universe, from what I remember. And even then, they've there's like a new Quasar now. Uh, it's a it's a lady now. Uh, at least it was last time I checked during like an annihilation. Um, it's a whole thing. I can't I can't keep up. But yeah, Quasar, they tried. They tried their hardest. <laughs> They tried. Uh, last words, then. Do you guys recommend it? Would you yeah. tell people to skip it? Would you... What? I think it was fun, and it's very colorful. It is It is a feast for the eyes, I will say that. That is true. I would say that if you're reading this to get hyped for the movie, you, you don't need to. Um, yeah. I would say that if you want to read important moments in the Marvel Universe for the comics, then, yeah, check it out. It is a it is a definitive um, comic storyline. Uh, I think it's hard to come in after, like, having it recommended for 20 years and, and finally read it. Like, I mean, I enjoyed it for what it was, but I've read some amazingly killer marvel stories that like really moved me and and um if i think this is one that maybe if i had read it when i was younger you know the nostalgia would have kicked in and it would have made for a richer experience but without coming in more objectively it was harder i'm glad i'm glad i finally read it but like i mentioned earlier when i finally read the um simon's of thor run even though i'd been you know hyped to death it just blew me away it was so stellar it was just like a master class on you know how to tell a comic story it's like that that was an example yeah. of like something more than living up to the hype and this one was like it was cool i'm glad i read it um if you wanted to keep going with this, there was several kind of sequels in this series. There's a Infinity War, Infinity Crusade. There's I mentioned earlier. There's a an Adam Warlock series that came out of this. There's a bunch of this cosmic stuff, which is really the whole point of the stories, and that's why I personally don't get too into them. Is the events for Marvel and DC are always like a setting ground to launch new books. So not only is it like you have to like read this book and then all like the times that would have come with it at the time, then they're hoping that like coming out of it they're going to launch like six new books or whatever. Um, 
And uh, yeah, it's it's interesting going back over time and seeing you know what stuck and what didn't out of those. But uh, the Marvel Cosmic stuff doesn't sell nearly as well as like all the other stuff. So all those like other than like you know like Silver Surfer is is you know like a fan favorite and Silver Surfer does fine. But outside of, like Silver Surfer, you know Warlock and all these even like Nova and all these other characters, whenever they launch a book, it lasts maybe twenty issues or something, and then it gets canceled and they'll try again a few years later. Yeah. Um, I would I would say yeah. Nova's probably the only other big one that they do besides Silver Surfer, and then every now and then there'll be like a Thanos graphic novel on something. Um, so the last Thanos series was hot. Donny Cage was doing it. Um, it was only like eighteen issues or something. It was a pretty short run, but uh, intentionally slow. They they told the story they wanted to tell. So the the most recent Thanos series that just wrapped up is really awesome really cool um jeff lemire started writing that one so yeah they can do really cool stuff in there you yeah. know um but i think like but with the thanos story again it's like clearly so much more focused on him so like i can get a lot more into it so that's what i would gravitate more towards is something like the thanos solo book that that just came out okay yeah i i'd kind of agree with that i i enjoyed reading it just because i hadn't before and in, like you said it's kind of one of the like if you want to read important moments in the Marvel universe, you know, like this is one you'll want to pick up. Um, mm-hmm. So I I enjoyed it for that, but I kind of agree you don't really need to read this to kind of understand uh, the movie. Or I, I think if you do read this, I don't really think it's going to enhance your your viewing all that much. You might have an idea no. of like, okay, I, 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 I might have a bit more of an idea of what they're going to do in the movie, but beyond that, I don't think I can <laughs> really say like, oh, this is required reading. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Yeah, it's just nice to have in like your back pocket for like, okay, I've kind of got an idea of like, for once, I will go to a comic book movie and I will have a one-up on spotting like in-jokes and references to things. So in the and comics, I don't have to, like, this is what happened, immediately actually. call my brother after I get out of the movie, like, what did that post-credits scene mean? <laughs> Who's Adam? Like, no! Now I know who Adam is! Yeah. Can I just say one of my favorite moments of all time was at the end of the first Avengers when you see Thanos for the first time because half the theater was like, yes, yes, oh my god, yes. Like, <laughs> and the other half was like, what the fuck is that? Like, and it was, there was no, there was no in between. Like, what's up with that guy's chin? Why is he purple? And it was like, it was so good. It was, it was so beautiful. Yeah. It was the best moment. It was good because like the ones who knew were like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah, well, because the, the minute I saw them, I was like, they're building up to the internet. Well, like, you know they're going to, and yeah. of course that's what they did. But I was like, the, the, that was the first inkling that I was like, oh shit. Like that's it got real. I see the I see the direction they're going. Yeah, yeah. So cool. cool, cool. Um, well, I think that kind of about wraps us up for the discussion mm-hmm. on that book. Uh, but for next week, I kind of tasked Melissa to pick uh-huh. something uh, for our next episode. Uh, so I will pass the mic to you then. <laughs> what are we doing? Uh, I think I wanted too splashy of a debut for the first thing I ever picked for this. And I went through a couple different things. Like, one of them was a series uh, that was so, I'm like, oh, let's pick something new, something relevant. And I didn't realize the thing I picked was not 100% done yet. So I'm going to come back to that thing in a couple weeks, and we're still going to do it. Sounds good. And, like, then I picked, like, a cool, uncommon, but, like, 
whenever it does come up, it's spoken of very favorably, like an old TV show. But I'm like, oh, this is so obscure. Like, this is very difficult to actually find somewhere to watch it affordably. So I'm like, okay, I need to just go mainstream, like pick something anybody might already have in their ownership or could easily get at just a local library. So we're just going to watch E.T., guys. Hell yeah. Because I don't think I've ever seen it 100% start to finish consciously as an adult. Interesting. And it's about time to cross that off my list. Like, I'm not sure if I've seen E.T. or if I've seen Stranger Things and Mac and Me. And I put it together (laughs) in my head and it's like, yeah, I've seen E.T. Woo! Mac and Me. Oh, my God. Take me back. Cool. Cool. Yeah. E.T. is a good one. I I haven't seen it in years. Mm, I was a small child last time I watched it. If I have seen it beginning to end, I was like 10 years old and I barely know it. Like, I just know pastiches of it, I think. So I want to see it, like, consciously as itself. Okay. Sounds good to me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I know, Eric, you and I really haven't t- talked about if you were going to be here next week, but you're more than welcome to join us for that as well. Uh, if, if That sounds if, good. If I... To, yeah. I actually watched E.T. about six months ago and, and just wept openly. Oh, it <laughs> fucked me up. It's so good! It's so, so good. good. E.T.'s the shit. E.T.'s the shit. Oh, man. I'm old enough I was alive when it came out. Yeah, I'm old. <laughs> there you go. Oh, E.T.'s great. Uh, <laughs> yeah, um, I, I will let you know because um, cool. that yeah. sounds awesome. That, I would certainly love to. That is totally fine. Um, oh crap! I got a photo shoot. Yeah, well, I got a photo shoot next Friday. We we may or may not do a little bit of a different time. We will keep everyone okay. posted. Um, because we. Well, I'll let you know that. Yeah. I'm definitely interested. It sounds cool. really cool. Yeah, we'll. I, I do love E.T. We will talk about it. Um, for those of yep. you guys who were joining us in the live stream, thanks for hanging out with us. Thanks for chatting. Um, yeah, thanks for the questions. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. Uh, and. If, if, if you guys did not make the live stream, I almost forgot what I was about to say there. I was like, uh, what do I you're do You're all next? dead to me. That's um, what I said. Yeah. If, <laughs> if, if you didn't stream, join the live stream, How dare you? you're dead to me. You're like, I am Thanos, and I will snap my fingers, yeah. and you will all die. No. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> fishbowl. Cyclops <laughs> yeah. fishbowl. All of you. <laughs> exactly. Done. Um, Woo! If, if, if you missed the live streams, if you cannot make it we put this up uh on youtube and as a podcast the following week uh and if you want to get it a little bit earlier than that you can join our patreon for just a dollar and you can get all of our episodes early uh so you can hand us your hard-earned money and we will happily take it um Mm -hmm. however though if if you don't have the money to send our way that is okay as long as you enjoy the show um we just want you to have have fun you know, that's that's the bottom line. So go follow us yeah. uh, on all the social media, like, share, subscribe. Uh, go tell a, f- a f- friend or make a deal with m- 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 with Mephisto. <laughs> um, do what you got to do because that, that'll help us out a ton to spread the word. Uh, you can follow this show on Twitter at The Whatnots. And you can find me personally at Hush315. Uh Eric, where can where can the lovely listeners find you? 
So my personal account is the Bobby Krogan. Um, that's on Instagram and Twitter. Um, I've got a photography page, Eric Mannix Photography, on uh, Facebook as well. Uh, I have a new comic book show. Uh, oh my gosh, what were we calling? Independent Focus. I'm like, woo! Hold on, caffeine. Where am I at? Uh, me and my my friend Belinda just started the show, Independent Focus. It uh, has not released yet, but we are on Twitter as uh, at Indie Focus Pod. Uh, we are currently accepting submissions where we just do indie books, self published stuff. So if you are a creator, you know someone that is, definitely feel free to to hit us up because we are always looking for cool cool books to hype that maybe are off the radar from your standard uh, Marvel and DC stuff. And me and my friend Jess have a show, Questionable Commentary, uh, with Mannix and unpaid intern Jess Beaver. And uh, currently we just have a Facebook page for that. Uh, if you look for a Questionable Commentary, you'll find us. We are currently live streaming our recordings of uh, the U.S. Uh, office commentary, and that's mm-hmm. been... That's been a lot of fun. Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, and we'll 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 have more information down the road on both of those shows in the in the next month yeah. or two. Neither is officially well. released yet in the audio only format. Still uh, between shows right now. Like <laughs> yeah. Live live streaming only at this point. So yeah, if you look on iTunes, you won't find us yet. Sounds good. And Melissa, mm-hmm. where can they find you? Uh, I am also on Twitter and Instagram at WilkyWit. That's W-I-L-K-Y-W-I-T. If you want to hear me talk more about superheroes, this time a completely original superhero that I invented, I am on the first episode of a really sweet show called The Home for Wayward OCs. And also I am part of a live play RPG podcast called The Lost Library. It's going to be a hub for a couple different campaigns, Right now, we just have a, a Monster of the Week game called Grayscale. So I'm part of the huge cast of that thing. It's a 10-person game plus the GM. It's very ambitious, and it is very, very fun to be in, and I hope it is fun for people to listen to also. Sweet. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. Uh, well, again, thank you all for joining us. Uh, go watch E.T. this week and catch our live stream on it next weekend as well uh so with that uh we will catch you guys next week adios guys